What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Secrets of the Fit and Successful podcast. Today, we have an amazing episode for you. We're going to be talking about why did my diet stop working? Why did I stop losing fat, even though I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing? It's a big question. I see it a lot. I see it all the time. Probably the most asked question in my communities. And obviously, reasonably, it's the most frustrating question people ask because when you're doing everything right, when you're doing what you're told to do and it's not working, that's really frustrating. So that's going to be the question I'm answering today. This pod, a little different than the others. I like to mix it up just a little bit. Some days it's going to be much more mindset, conceptual work, but today we're giving tangible value. We're giving some good tangible steps to follow. So why did my diet stop working? Well, I can tell you why your diet stopped working. So let's refresh our knowledge real quick before we dive into this, because I'm going to make some points that are going to rely on making sure we all come from this kind of common ground to start on. Fat loss requires an energy deficit. Any diet that you're on that is helping you lose fat, that's what's at the base of it. Now, marketers have kind of made this maybe a little more complex than it needs to be. Anytime a new study comes out that shows uh, some different variable that helps us lose fat, we like to attach a diet to it. We'll call them fad diets, and then we'll say, oh, this is why you're losing weight. In reality, the reason why you're losing weight is whatever that fad is that's helping you lose weight, it's helping you achieve an energy deficit, a.k.a. you are burning more calories than you are taking in. And you'll hear this a lot. You hear calories in versus calories out. I don't like that term. I much more prefer the term calories in versus calories burned. And that's what this is really going to be about, calories in versus calories burned, because I believe there's a misconception between when people think of calories out and calories burned. I think saying calories burned is a little bit more accurate. It's going to help you see where the pitfall might be and why you're stuck. So we can accept that as our base, that all diets work by helping us burn more calories than we're taking in, regardless of whether it's intermittent fasting or taking out a certain variable like uh, you would do with veganism. At the end of the day, if you're losing weight and fat on that diet, it's because it's helping you achieve a deficit. That's the base. So calories in versus calories burned is our base. Here's where that breaks down. When people hear that, the first thing you'll get, and this is why this is immediately how you're going to tell a good coach from a bad coach. If you hire a coach and the first thing they tell you to do is, oh, we're going to cut out 500 calories, guess what? That's not, that's not going to help you. And I'm going to, let me give you the six-month view of what exactly is going to happen. And for a lot of you, you might say, oh, my gosh, like this is right where I'm at right now. Darn it. <laughs> it's fixable, but this is what the amateur coach will tell you, the amateur fat loss coach will tell you, and it gets a lot of people stuck and can be frustrating. You want to lose 30 pounds. What we're going to do is we're going to help you achieve a three to 500 calorie deficit. You're going to start losing weight. Uh, and then we're going to put you on a lifting routine and uh, you're going to be going to the gym. You're going to be getting more active. And then we're going to be in a calorie deficit. So you're losing weight. That's fantastic. That works for, let's say about a month or two, maybe three months. You're 60 to 90 days in. You've lost a good amount of weight, but it's starting to slow up. Why is that? We see our bodies are very complex and they're also very smart 
And there's this concept in the medical field. It's called homeostasis. Uh, it's just a fancy way of saying our bodies like to keep everything regulated, keep everything normal. When you are actively losing weight, your body sees that as I'm burning through my reserves, all of these fatty reserves that protect and insulate my organs and the things that keep me alive. And so in your body's mind, you're out of homeostasis because you're losing weight and you're making changes to the body. The body wants to adjust certain variables to get you back to that normal where you're you know, baseline, you're normal, you're not losing weight, you're steady. Um, because the body doesn't know when the weight loss is going to stop. It just knows that it's losing weight and is continuing to lose weight. And if it continues that inevitably, you'll die. And that's, you know, if you lost weight forever, you would eventually die. You need fat around your organs. You need fats in your diet. So your body, seeing this, will start to adjust certain variables. One thing it will do is it will become more efficient with the calories you're eating. So let's say you started and you're eating 2,000 calories and your coach said, okay, you're going to start eating, let's say he puts you on a 500-calorie deficit, really heavy, right? You're eating 1,500 calories now and you've lost some weight. Your body starts saying, okay, we got to start using these 1,500 calories better. This is what we're going to get nowadays. You know, we used to get 2,000. We started getting 1,500. We burned through a lot of our reserves. We can't burn through our reserves forever. We have to start using these calories more efficiently. Your metabolism starts to slow down. And that's actually your body adapting quite well to the energy you're putting in. Your body's becoming more efficient with it, which uh, good for your body, but bad for, for weight loss if that's your goal. Because it's your body's way of protecting you, it is actually going to protect the fat stores that you're trying to eliminate. Um, so what ends up happening is you go from having a 500-calorie deficit um, because your body was used to burning about 2,000 calories to stay alive. Now that it's become more efficient, your, your body will burn 1,500 calories to stay alive, and you're eating 1,500 calories. So all of a sudden, you're not losing weight anymore. You're doing the same activities, but that activity level has become normal to you, and you're eating 1,500 calories, which is now the new normal for you. And after three months, you've had all this um, progress, but you're stuck at 1,500 calories. And now this is where it gets dangerous. If I want to continue losing more weight, where can I go? Well, if the variable that you've been focusing on this whole time is pulling out calories in, right? We're going to keep reducing calories in, reducing calories in. Well, now you can only keep reducing calories in. You're stuck. So in order to avoid this and avoid that sticking point, a good coach is going to go back to day one and they're going to say this to you. Don't restrict calories in to start instead we're going to fix your metabolism because most people have broken metabolisms most people's metabolisms are not healthy you want to stoke that furnace within because you can go so much farther if you are burning calories like a lamborghini instead of like a prius so what i want you to do is don't take out calories don't go from 2000 to 1500 calories per day continue to eat 2000 calories a day and we're going to let the calories burned go up. We're going to increase four different variables. And these four different variables are going to not only increase calories burned, but they're also going to directly lead to you increasing your metabolic rate, increasing your metabolism. So your calories, you're burning more calories. You're effectively making your metabolism less efficient when it comes to how it uses calories. Um, but that's advantageous for fat loss because it's going to make it more efficient for fat loss because you're going to burn more calories that you're taking in. So what are these four variables I'm talking about? 
Number one, when we're talking about exercise, I want you to get into strength training. Guys, girls, everybody. Number one myth in the fitness world. Girls, you eat, um, you eat a lot. You lift heavy weights. You're going to look like a dude. It's not true. It's not true at all. In fact, all these girls that you look at who you're like, oh, I want to look like that, I guarantee you they're eating more than you and they're lifting weights. That's how you look good. You, the way your body's made up naturally, the way the hormones in your body are, you're never going to look like a dude. You would have to literally hop on steroids to look like that. So when you see these girls with just ridiculously piped up arms where it's like, that looks like that dude's bigger than that girl's bigger than my boyfriend, there's a good chance that they are using something exogenous to enhance their look. You as a normal person are never going to get there. So let's get that out of the way. Guys and girls, strength training, number one, it's going to raise your metabolism. When you strength train, your metabolism starts to go through the roof, especially if you are not used to strength training. Now, I'm not saying you have to be crazy or be a bodybuilder. I'm just saying when you go to the gym, it's not hop on the treadmill and uh, do a little jog for 30 minutes. I'm talking it's learn how to use the machines, learn how to use some free weights, start doing any kind of resistance training with weights in order to make yourself a stronger human being. That's going to raise your metabolism. Number two, we're going to increase your average daily activity. So when it comes to calories out, exercise activity is number one, but non-exercise activity, um, it's got a neat name called NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. We're not going to get into that. We're going to keep it simple. We're just going to call it not exercise activity. Things like walking, standing, doing tasks throughout the day that might not be exercise, but they're going to increase the amount of calories you put out. If you can increase those as well, you're going to start you know, burning more calories. And that way, instead of restricting calories in, now we're burning more. We're doing well. Uh, the number one way I do that, I've got this watch right here. For those of you on the podcast, you can't see it. I pointed to my Apple Watch. You can have anything. It can be a Whoop. It can be an Apple Watch. It can even be an app on your phone if you keep your phone in your, in your pocket all day. Tracks your steps. Aim for 10K steps a day. It's a great goal. Fantastic goal, especially if you're not able to get to the gym, at least by aiming to get 10K steps a day in, you know you're increasing those calories burned and thereby losing a little more weight. Uh, number two is your metabolism, or number three is your metabolism. Of course, just by doing all this stuff, increasing metabolism, that's going to increase the amount of calories burned, increasing the amount of calories out. Uh, and lastly, thermogenic effect of food. This is going to be uh, eating more protein dense diets. Uh, when we have, when we digest food, there's a thermic effect. Essentially it causes us to burn calories just by digesting the food, uh, eating a more protein dense diet. Not only is that going to help fuel the growth of the muscles that this strength training, uh, is producing. Um, but having a high protein diet is one, it's going to leave us more satiated, more filled. So even if we're eating less calories, or in this case, eating the same calories, we're going to feel, feel more full. So we don't have these cravings because we're eating these dense foods and it's going to increase the amount of calories that we are burning just by the mere digestion of a, of a more dense food. So with these four things, we are looking at strength training, increasing average activity, eating more protein and keeping our calories at maintenance. These things are going to allow us to lose weight without actually taking out calories. We've just added in a lot of other stuff. So a good coach is going to in a good coach is going to push you in this direction. A bad coach is immediately going to fall back on the crutch of we have to get you on a diet. The way this plays out over six months is the person who immediately started stripping out calories gets to a point 60 to 90 days in 
where they just cannot strip out any more calories. And this is where you get these girls in Facebook groups and guys in Facebook groups who are like, you know, for girls, it's usually the number that I see a lot is I'm eating 1,200 calories a day and I am starving and I'm not seeing any results. For guys, it's usually more like I'm below 2,000 calories a day and I'm starving and I'm not seeing any results. Um, that's usually at around 60 to 90 days in and it's because they started, they progressed through and they've come to that, that natural uh, waypoint where it's like you can't go any further unless you take out more calories again because their metabolism adapted. What's going to happen then is you're going to get frustrated. The cravings are going to be too much. You're going to start to rebound. Uh, and then because your metabolism is botched, if you go back to eating 2,000 calories a day now, you're in a surplus. So you start putting back on more weight. And this is how you yo-yo diet. You see these people who they never did anything wrong. They didn't, they didn't you know, pig out. They literally just went back to eating the normal amount of food they were used to, 2,000 calories, which for a lot of people is a deficit uh, if you do it correctly. Uh, they went back to eating like that, which is just like a normal human, and they start putting back on weight because they botched their metabolism in the first few months. And it wasn't even their fault. They just listened to a coach who told them, oh, this is how you do it. Six months later, they're frustrated. They don't believe in coaching anymore, and they've set themselves up uh, for failure because of that. That's what I'm here to help you guys avoid. Instead, you want to hire a good coach. I believe I'm a good coach. I put a lot of time into focusing on this stuff to make sure that I give you guys the right solutions. I don't lead you down a wrong path. So I'm going to give you some good coaching advice here. And that is focus on the calories burned. I would never put my clients on a diet right off the bat. You will stay at what we call maintenance, right? The amount of calories you need to stay the exact same weight. We're going to put you at that. And then we're going to let the activity do the talking essentially. So I always tell my clients, we let the activity do the talking we're going to put you into the gym. We're going to get you active. We're going to get you using all of these good calories. Right? We're going to clean up the diet a little bit, but you're still going to be eating the same amount, right? We're going to add in some protein, some better meals. I'm going to give you better sources of food um, at the same level. So you're going to feel satiated. You actually will probably struggle to eat enough on my diets. I don't even like to call them diets. I would rather say nutrition plans. You're going to struggle to eat enough on these nutrition plans um, just because I'm giving you so much good food uh, that, that being hungry is never going to be a problem. And we undulate it too so that there are days where you get to satisfy those cravings as well. Uh, that's the beautiful thing about being very active is you give yourself a ton more wiggle room when it comes to your diet. Next, because we're in the gym, we're trying to get stronger every day, the progressive overload in the gym is going to keep driving up those calories burned because we're going to be doing a little bit more and a little bit more. It's much more fun to be in the gym watching yourself get stronger and chasing these very tangible goals than it is waking up each morning hungry, hoping that when I step on the scale, I look a pound lighter. Way more fun to be in the gym watching yourself becoming a stronger, more energetic human being than waking up lethargic and just hoping that an arbitrary number on a scale changes, uh, ignoring all the other variables that could completely fuck that up for you. So six months down the road, my clients, what they see is I am stronger, I have lost a good amount of weight, and I have not once yet stepped into a calorie deficit. And only after that, that we've healed that metabolism, that we've got all of that set up, then we start looking at, okay, now we can start going into a calorie deficit. But you know what that calorie deficit looks like? Their basal metabolic rate, BMR, you might see that, that essentially that's just what is their maintenance calories. That for them now, for girls, we can get it up into the mid 2000s for guys. We get guys who we get it up into like close to 3000. And so then when you're dieting for girls, you could be dieting on 22 to 2300. 
if you're a guy, you could be dieting on 2,800 to 3,000. Numbers that if you had gone with the other coach, you'd gone with the other way of doing things, uh, you'd be putting on a ton of weight. With me, you're eating like a king, eating like a queen, just out there having a good time, eating good foods, and you look way better than you did six months ago. That's the long-term goal, right? And that's it takes a lot of coaching to get there. Uh, it takes a good amount of trust on your end uh, to trust me that this is going to work because it's it, it's counterintuitive to everything you've been taught before, but it's the way that lasting fat loss works. Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to you're going to have a big sense of relief six months down the road because there's hope at the end of the tunnel. You don't want to finish a diet and be exhausted and be like, I hate this, because then you're going to correlate hating how you feel with being lighter, being more in shape. In fact, you want to manipulate these variables now that you might understand them a little bit more so that not only do you feel the most energetic and uh, the strongest, but you also look your best. And you can have both. You can have your cake and eat it too, quite, quite literally <laughs> in this example, if you put the time in and you work with someone who understands these variables. So my message to you if you're new Hire a good coach, someone who understands this. Get on the right track right now because there is a lot that goes into all this and you're going to need help along the way. I, I ate a shitty diet for four years in college and just screwed around with my nutrition and botched a bunch of stuff. And I had to learn um, over those years. You know, when I was in college, I, I was getting uh, my minor in exercise science and nutrition. So as I was going, I was learning more and more. Oh, I probably am screwing things up. Um, learn from my mistake. Don't take four years to to achieve your goals uh, I already did that I, I screwed everything up for four years and then more after college and then finally got it on my got it on my way and, and figured it out and now I'm bringing this to you to say uh, learn from that I've gone through it I've been doing this for almost a decade now and I've finally figured out probably the most optimal way for the most amount of people to lose weight without feeling like they want to die and they're starving learn from that find a coach who's like that whether it's me or someone else who's preaching a similar message of well, you want to keep food in. You want to aim to be a stronger individual every day. Things like that, all right, and avoid the quick fixes. And if you're someone who's been burned by a coach, my message to you is not all coaches are the same. Um, you do want a coach. I have been both in business and in fitness burned by bad coaches. That's right. I have a coach myself for fitness now. Luckily, now I have a fantastic coach who helps me stay on my game because even though I myself am a fitness coach, I like the accountability of having someone else there to make sure that I stay on track because you're not always going to be motivated. Having that accountability, someone who's a third party, even if it's the very field that you are a professional in, is important. And I've been burned by business coaches. And again, now I'm in a, a great academy with a coach that helps me get content out to you guys like this every single day and has encouraged me. Um, but I've been burned by coaches before. And if I, if I let that put a sour taste in my mouth, I would never have made it to where I am today. Um, so if you have been burned by a coach before, uh, my number one thing I'd like to say first is I'm sorry. Um, as a coach myself, I take this stuff very seriously and I can't imagine ever having someone feel like that or doing that to somebody. Um, that would suck. Um, but my next, uh, my next <laughs> follow-up to that would be don't let it, don't let it dissuade you from ever having a coach uh, because there are good coaches out there. We exist and we really want to work with you and help you because for us, the whole reason why we're doing this is because I love seeing someone six months down the road be like, I have 
a completely different view on fitness. I just never thought it could be this way. I never understood that I could, again, like I said, have my cake and eat it too. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoy this. A quick little refresher, calories in versus calories burned. We don't want to restrict calories in. We want to look to up calories burned. We do that by focusing on the main drivers of calories burned, being exercise activity, non-exercise activity, increasing your metabolism, and the thermogenic effect of food. The way in which we do that is through strength training, increasing your daily activity level, eating a higher protein diet, aka 30% of your total calories, and keeping our calories at maintenance level or slightly above so that we can get stronger in the gym, continue to burn more calories, and let that drive the deficit, not eating less calories. And in this way, we become stronger individuals with more energy, and we lose fat by burning those stores through activity. We do this for at least the first three to six months of a new diet or program before we even begin to look at going into a true caloric deficit. And in that way, you set yourself up for success. So if your diet hasn't been working for you, I highly recommend that you try out what I'm saying or you hire a coach who agrees with what I just said and will help put you through it over the next three to six months. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. As always, we are live Mondays at 8.30 on Instagram and Facebook, Tuesdays through Fridays at 9. We like to start our weeks a little earlier on Monday and get a jump start. And uh, yeah, I will see you guys in tomorrow's episode.